Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Show. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing an amazing woman who's an entrepreneur who's going to tell us about all kinds of cool stuff she's doing, Elizabeth Herrera. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hi, Seth. Good to see you. All right. Good to see you, too. Let's talk about what you're doing now, and then we'll go back in time and talk about how you got here. So you're doing some amazing stuff on Amazon. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So primarily, I got into Amazon quite a while ago. I, I was looking for an online business to start and just happened to stumble upon Amazon. And I'll be quite honest with you, it was, it was kind of daunting at first because I had to scan products and, and get products and, and send them in. And at some point I found private labeling products. And so that's basically what I do now. I go out there, I find products out there in China or here in the U S and then I put my own brand on them and I send them off to Amazon and I sell them through Amazon because Amazon's pretty amazing. They have hundreds of millions of customers on file or credit cards on file. And so it's basically like, I'm almost like partnered with Jeff Bezos, which is like pretty awesome. So that's kind of what I've been doing the past uh, seven years. Okay, so let's unpack that a little bit. All right, so you are buying products in bulk from China, putting your branding on them, and then selling them on Amazon all over the world. Is that correct? That is correct. It's actually primarily in the USA where I sell. That's like the the main place that I sell. So you're selling mainly in the US and Amazon, you're doing FBA. Amazon is fulfilling for you. So you're not shipping anything. You, there's no pallets of products sitting in your garage. They go from China to Amazon and then Amazon to your customers. Correct. So I don't have to do any of that. I, I used to do eBay a long time ago. And I'll tell you what, it was backbreaking work. I'd never do it again because Amazon makes it so simple. They, they do everything for you. Okay. So that is absolutely awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the size and the scope. How many products would you say are you selling on Amazon now? Um, at any given time with my private label business, it's typically around, and I'll get a brand new product here and there. So right about now we have around 10 products, but uh, we usually add two to three a year. Okay. And what type of, are you in a specific niche or industry? What type of products are you selling? I'm actually in a couple of niches. One is toys, which is very seasonal. It's very lopsided towards the Christmas season, but I also do like skincare. And that's just like my FBA business. I, I actually have several different Amazon businesses that 
aren't all entirely FBA. There's, there's so many different ways that you can actually make money with Amazon, but that's just my private label business. Okay. All right. We'll talk about the other ones in just a minute. Okay. So you're in a couple, how did, how do you decide um, what niche to go in? And then how do you source product for our listeners who have no idea how they would buy something from China and get it here, get it to Amazon and have Amazon sell it for them? How does the, can you break it down a little bit? How does that work? How do you decide what niche to go in? How do you decide what products to sell and how do you source them? Let's go with those first. So the, the easiest way is if you have like, if you just wanted to start it, I, I like to call, there's two ways to do it. There's like a bootstrap method. And then there's a, a method that you can do that's a little bit more expensive that involves like some software. I, with the bootstrap method, it's as simple as Googling Amazon bestsellers. And what you'll get is you'll get a list of all the best sellers on Amazon, you can look through those and see if there's any that are like really, you think that you could put your label on. And if you're not certain about it, what you can do is either go to AliExpress or Alibaba and type that same keyword that brought you to that product. Like let's say for example, right now I know that these pore suction vacuums are super hot. And what that is is like people use it to suck the blackheads off their skin. Oh, and so, okay, poor, like P-O-R-E. Got it. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't have any idea what you meant. Okay. Yeah, poor, yeah no, hardly anyone does. I know, right. <laughs> yeah, women love them. Women, women go crazy over them because they get all the blackheads off their face. So something like poor suction vacuums, you might not know what the keyword is, but if you just go to Amazon and start typing poor suction, or what you can look at is look at, when, when you find the product on Amazon, look at what the title says. And usually the first 60 characters will have the keyword that you're looking for. So now you can use that keyword and start looking at on Alibaba and see if those are available for sale. If they are available for sale, that pretty much means that you can contact somebody in China and get them to put your actual brand on the product. Okay. Awesome. Why wouldn't a consumer buy from Alibaba? Why would they buy your brand? How did you decide what your brand would be and how have you grown it? Okay. So the reason that people won't buy from Alibaba or AliExpress, Alibaba requires like certain minimums. So the minimum could be like 50 units, right? So nobody's uh, going to want to buy, buy one. You can't go there. Got it. Right. And you could buy like one from AliExpress, but the price is going to be slightly higher. But the other reason that they wouldn't want to buy from there is the shipping takes like 20 some days. And that's the number one reason why people buy from Amazon is most people yes. have Amazon Prime. So like I want my poor suction vacuum today <laughs> you know, or tomorrow. I won't wait a couple extra days because heaven forbid all the blackheads that are going to be growing on my nose by that point. Okay. And apparently blackheads are a big problem. Got it. <laughs> you can see how ignorant I am of this niche. Okay. So, all right. So you're buying, you're seeing what's selling on Amazon and obviously you're sourcing from China. You're bringing it here. Are you able to buy, I'm assuming you've got to be able to buy from Alibaba and put a markup on it and still sell it cheaper or comparably priced to all of the other competition? Right. Absolutely. So you check, you take a look at those numbers. Like you can get quotes from people on Alibaba and even furthermore, if you can also decide to use something called like your own sourcing agents, there are people out there that specialize that are people in China. They have like boots on the ground. They will go out and find prices for your products. You can contact them and decide to work with them instead of Alibaba. Sometimes you can get that cheaper. Sometimes Alibaba is the best way to go and they'll work with you and, and get your product to you. And then they'll, they'll ship it to you. You get it shipped to Amazon and then Amazon takes care of all the rest. Okay. And if you've got your own branding now, you're presumably 
trying to get people to buy from you because of your brand. Not, not, you're not saying you can't get this product anywhere else because obviously there could be a hundred or a thousand other people selling it on Amazon. You're trying to get them to buy it because your branding is better as opposed to just a generic poor suction vacuum cleaner. Right. So like when I first created my, my brand and like, we'll, we'll jump into the toy niche. I, I took an off the shelf product that they had in Alibaba. It was something that they'd already produced. They'd already manufactured. They had molds for, which means like if I was selling a, uh, I don't know, plastic hamburger, you know, I, I don't know. Kids play with these things. I plastic hamburger. Yeah. My daughter has a little pretend grocery store and pretend restaurant and pretend kitchen in our living, in our, in our playroom and had, we were constantly buying more plastic fake food. Right. So let's say you're, you're dealing with plastic fake food. What I can start to do as I start to make more money is I can create special molds for Mike fake food. So Mike fake food looks very distinct, very real. And kids like it a lot better because it just looks like real food as opposed to just like plastic, you know, and you could, and you could have the manufacturer make special things. Like for example, you could make it BPA free. Like people are all crazy about plastic being BPA free. Well, that's a selling point to the parent because now they know if their kids stick the toy food in their mouth, they're not going to, they're not going to have BPA. Like, I don't know, some kind of BPA can fall off of it. They'll feel safer about their kids actually playing with their plastic food. Absolutely. That makes total sense. So just to give us some type of background range, um, how much have you done in terms of sales volume um, in ter- on, on Amazon? Biggest month that I've ever had was just at the million dollar mark. It was just under the million dollar mark and it was selling toys. Um, so as I said before, and, and you know, going back to what I told you before, I don't just sell my private label products. I sell other people's products on Amazon too. A majority of that was actually done. I caught the big frozen trend, which was like Anna and Elsa. <laughs> yep. You're probably familiar with those. My daughters are obsessed. Okay. Well, I caught that trend and I'm, I was buying from a supplier certain things from Anna and Elsa and frozen when it was super hot and then just sending it into Amazon and reselling it. And I just like made so much money off of that particular trend. Um, it wasn't necessarily my private label products, even though my private label products do just under $2 million a year in sales. Okay. So congratulations. Obviously you're really successful at it. So then, you know, you had over a million dollar month. That's absolutely incredible. There are many businesses that don't do that in a year, obviously in America. So that is awesome. So we talked about the, your, uh, your branded products. Now, how are you dealing with the issue that like Amazon doesn't necessarily give you contact information for your customers? So we kind of try to focus on getting customers off of Amazon in two different ways. Number one, we, we've always done like an insert inside of our products. It kind yep. of almost incentivize our customers to sign up for um, like a special VIP club and or an extra like free, we sometimes give out a free extra a toy set that we actually sell but we give it for free if they sign up for this club. Um, And the other way that we do it is we get the data that we do get from Amazon and we go to a third party broker, like a data broker, and we have them kind of scrape for that data. And then we upload it into Facebook for more accurate custom audiences. And so then we advertise to our customers, particularly the people that have bought multiple times. Awesome. All right. So it's interesting because we also market a toy company that hired us because they were all 100% Amazon based and their profit margins weren't with Amazon had been gradually cut and weren't anywhere near where they wanted to be. And they hired us to take them direct to consumer for the first time. 
And we've had incredible results and they're thrilled where with the ever increasing sales every single month with Amazon not involved. So you talked about your private label business. You said you had others, like obviously you couldn't private label Anna and Elsa because they're buying Anna and Elsa, not your version of Anna. Um, talk a little bit, what other, you said you had other businesses related to Amazon that weren't, were, that weren't fulfillment by Amazon, they weren't private label. Talk about those. Right, so those are basically things like drop shipping uh, on from um, third party sites to Amazon. We do a lot of that. Um, so basically what we do with that is we sell again, other people's products and we drop ship it so that we never have to actually touch the product. So third party, our drop shipper ships that product to the person. Okay. And you're talking about, so then in that case, you're not competing based on that. They should buy your branded poor vacuum cleaner. You're selling literally the exact same thing as somebody else. So how do you compete to get that sale? Usually the products that we're actually selling are already marketed pretty well. And so the brands are well known. So people are actually actively going out there and looking for those brands already. You're obviously incredibly successful at this and doing really well. Um, what's next for you? Um, you know, I, I haven't, I've, I've actually been getting off of Amazon. So you talked a lot about that toy company that, that does all the different things. Uh, the things that I've been looking to expand upon it and having some success with so far is like I said, face still Facebook is working really well um, as well as um, Google shopping is just working tremendously for us. So there's a desire for people outside of Amazon, like you said, and then just taking away the actual like Google sponsored ads. A lot of people, and it surprises me that people don't actually rank for their own brand name on Google like they just don't defend for their brand name. Amazon is very notorious for bidding on every single brand name that there is and just like owning that space on, I'm talking about Google pay-per-click. So um, those are the things that we're actually focusing on and then just trying to see what else outside of Amazon, like walmart.com has got a huge marketplace. Jet is up and coming. So it's just expansion still in the US markets but on other platforms and just making sure that we defend our brand name. Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. What do you like best about what you do? I think it's the freedom to do whatever the heck it is that you want to do. <laughs> so I've never been much of a go to the office type person. I, even though I have an office for my Amazon business, I'm in there whenever I feel like it, which is maybe once or twice a week. And the rest of the time I just work from home or work from wherever I'm at, if I'm traveling or whatnot. That is awesome. You've got a great lifestyle business and you're very successful. Um, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable. Is there anything else you want to share that we didn't think that I didn't think to ask you? No, not at all. Not at all, Seth. The only thing I say to people out there listening is that they should get started. Like you obviously said you're having a tremendous amount of success with some of the things that you're doing also for other companies, but don't be afraid to just get started. You are going to make a lot of mistakes. You are going to sometimes feel like what in the heck am I doing? I don't even know what the heck I'm doing half the time, but you learn as you go. Being an entrepreneur is not about knowing every single thing. It's not like, you, you know, like paramedics have a particular protocol. They have to hit with every single person they come across, but there is no set of protocols for being an entrepreneur. A lot of times you just have to fly by the seat of your pants. So don't be afraid to get out there and make those mistakes, no matter what anyone is telling you. That is great advice. We greatly appreciate it. For our folks who are listening who want to learn more about Elizabeth Herrera, where is the best place for us to send them? 
Um, I have a website where I actually help people with their marketing. It's called ibuildyourbrand.com. Great domain, ibuildyourbrand.com. We will certainly send them there to check you out. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us. Fantastic interview. Thank you so much, Seth. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.